Hey guys, welcome back to Star Wars Therapy. Unfortunately, once again, we're down a host. Steven is not here. He is definitely not in the studio. He just yeah, left. Steven. He left. I don't know what happened. Well, he got mad that uh, we don't like Bloodborne all that much. And he uh, just stormed true. out. He, he had, just had enough of it. He was like, I'm going to go make Soulsborne Therapy. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no, oh I'm so sorry. What? Is, wait, is Joe's cat How'd you okay? get here? <laughs> Thumbs off wall covered in the exact type of paint that the wall was covered in. <laughs> Bet you all didn't notice me. Gray? That's, <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> that was the ending to the uh, second Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movie. And he was wearing a suit that matched the uh, oh, that's right. the wallpaper right. in Watson's office. Oh my god! And now it's time to go to therapy. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Obi Wan. Raider. Greetings. I am the monitor of Installation Zero Four. I am three four three Guilty Spark. Hello and welcome back to Star Wars Therapy, the show where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. life. Oh, I missed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alex. Do it again. <laughs> Just do it. Just do go. it again. No, I think we're good to go. Alex chose not to be a part of this. <laughs> it's you like. It's like when I used you to three sit episodes in on, a, later. on you and Joe's podcast and just sit there while y'all recorded. <laughs> we always offered you a mic. I don't want to. That's us, true. There yeah. would almost always be a time where you swung it around and I contributed at least something. Like the time where I contributed my Bon Jovi knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that is in our Escape Room 2 Tournament of Champions episode of Hot Trash Unlimited. I would say it's maybe the only thing worth listening to in that episode. <laughs> Even though that was like, a, you liked that movie, right? Didn't you? I mean, I think the entire Escape Room franchise is very funny. All two of them. From a conceptual <laughs> standpoint. But, you know, that was definitely not to get too much in the weeds of my other podcast. That was in what we were calling the Summer of Horror because all we had to see were horror movies and they were all bad. Oh, and really? I was so exhausted by the time we got through with it that oh, what was we that are no Island longer doing new release movies. So what was that Island movie we watched? Oh, Fantasy old? Island. Or, or no, old? not old. Was it Although fa old, Fantasy old Island was one of them. Maybe. Yeah, I think that it was sounds Michael Pena. Oh, that yeah, movie yeah. was awful. Yeah, we ended up not even doing an episode. On Wait, it. really? Yeah, because it was like eleven. <laughs> we got me and Joe recorded for eleven minutes, and then I was like, I Dang. don't think we can salvage this. That's the worst kind of movie, honestly. Especially when you have when you want to put out your opinion and you want to be critical and you want to put out a review of something. It's so difficult when the movie itself is like, dude, you're not even giving me anything to work with. Yeah. Like I it's just like I'm so mad about everything. Last time y'all were on here talking about some video games. We did. Because we had a great time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a fun episode to edit. But while editing it, you I were had... very dismayed with us because you realized it was boys' night and you weren't invited or that you were just busy and you missed Steven, it. shall we? Boys' night. No. Boys' no, no, night. Dad's home. Boys' okay. night. No, they're rebelling. Boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have neighbors above us anymore. <laughs> oh, are they gone? Yeah, no one's moved back in Hell yet. Hell yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's not an invitation because I still have two roommates Steven, here. shall we? All right. <laughs> but... Uh, while editing it, I did come up with a pitch for a video game that I oh, wanted to pitch because you guys were pitching some good stuff, but they were all kind of like 3D first person shooter type things, which isn't exactly my bag. So I was thinking about, it's like, what video game could they actually put out that I would be excited for? I want WayForward, who, if you guys don't know, they do a lot of licensed properties, but they're probably best known for the Shantae games. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. want them to do a 2D 
Metroidvania Star Wars game. You okay. Know, Believe it or not, that was an idea that I kind of had, but I was like kind of afraid to bring it up on the on the episode where it was just me and Alex because I was like, that's very similar. I, f- I feel like I would just be treading over ground that Alex brought up when he brought up the Metroid Dread idea. That's true. Um, but at the same time, if it's in the style of, uh, is it Shanti or Shantae? Shantae. What I like about those games as well is that it's, it's like a almost like 2D animated art style type thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So it started like pixel art and stuff like that. And yeah. then it's evolved. Now it's like 2D side scrolling, but with 3D models. But I would say the peak of it at Pirate's Curse was like kind of 2D models on 2D space. Mm-hmm. And I think that art style especially was really good. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that could definitely work for a Star Wars thing, especially um, that kind of makes me think of like, have either of you played Hollow Knight? Yeah, yeah. 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 Hollow Knight. I think of that kind of thing where it's it's beautiful in every way. But if you give it to an IP that has its own kind of beauty, you get to then make something that's entirely unique. In your idea of that game, is it that you're a Jedi or is it that you, you have different yes. classes? You are a specific Jedi. You are Jedi Knight, not Master, because this takes place before the prequels. You are Jedi Knight Luminara. Um, oh, interesting. Who is, okay. Is it Baris is her name or Barris? Barris is her Padawan. Yeah, yes. in the Clone Barista, Wars. Yeah. Yes, Barista. Barista. Uh, Starbucks uh, Barista. Barista. It's Alex. Barista. It's Barista. Um Luminara is her master. And so I was like, she's a cool character who's recognizable, has a good design, but doesn't have a ton of depth within the Clone Wars and stuff because mm-hmm. it's mainly about her Padawan. Let's scroll that back to when she was a knight. Then you get a good ways away from Phantom Menace, but you're still within that kind of leading out of the High Republic into the, the prequels era. And the plot is that there are reports of a new cache of kyber crystals on this planet. And the Jedi don't know about this. They think it's kind of kind of sus, kind of strange. So they send their newest Jedi Knight, Luminara, on her own mission to go and find out. And so you're navigating through this world. And the way I was kind of like, how could they get different cool environments in this world and stuff? It's a hollow planet and each layer has its own biome. Ooh, so as you're like oh. progressing deeper down, kind of like what you do in Hollow Knight, um, yeah, but the biome yeah. constantly is changing to like this one's tundra, this one's tropical, this one's like the lava section. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can play into it. It's like maybe it's not actually they're not real kyber crystals, and these people are like fleecing the galaxy. Maybe it is, and they're like evil capitalists exploiting resources, and you have to figure out <laughs> evil. Ca- they are. Yeah. I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the idea of it being in the E3 trailer and it's like the voiceover and it's like, play as Luminara as you take down the capitalist oppressors. What like, are the trade federations? comes out and starts <laughs> talking about Luminara <laughs> taking down the capitalists. This capitalist. is going to be amazing. <laughs> what is yeah. the trade federation if not evil capitalists? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would take any Metroidvania Star Wars game, but I think that's how if you know, way forward came to me is like, what idea do you have? I think that's the one I would go with. I think it's unique and there hasn't been a Star Wars story or setting quite like it. You also could incorporate elements of, uh, you know what a roguelike is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, I I love the idea of like, if there were certain sections of the game, because when you said different biomes and like having to go through them, I immediately thought of the game Hades, which is one of my favorite games of all time. But it's like you go through the different layers of the underworld until you reach the surface. Mm-hmm. And so you're going through all of the different uh, afterlives. And so you go through like the actual underworld. And I thought like, oh, man, you could even like do it to where like if you had to just go through certain tunnels and get through it. And if you didn't start back over and like maybe you're collecting loot. I like the idea of it being like a collectathon with like crystals and stuff. Like, yeah. Like a banjo kazooie type thing which is very metroidvania because you collect stuff and then you backtrack and that would be a fun interesting challenge where you're backtracking but the levels can shift and change i like the idea of it being like what's at the core of the planet yeah like that that's the driving force 
I, and I really love and it's just Darth Plagueis talking to Sidious and Darth Plagueis is sitting there in his bed and Sidious is just like hovering over him with a knife and then you walk in and it's like <gasps> well that's the other th- fun thing about it is I don't think you would need to involve the Sith in it like you could if you wanted to yeah but like I, I think it's one of the things I like about the High Republic is they're going up against the Nihil which are space pirates who kind of have they're more complex as the New Republic oh, yeah, they unfolds. have like the whole like should the Republic actually expand and- well yeah they don't want the Republic to expand because right, that yeah. like stops basically their piracy but each of the different like captains of the Nihil see like what they're doing differently and they have their own like system of governance on their ship and stuff it's really oh. interesting but to get into our larger topic for the episode I have a transition so way forward would, would be making this game what if Luminara went into this like secret hidden room and there was a woman there with purple hair and a red outfit and she gave Luminara like one of the power ups from the Shantae game uh, like Pikeball or something oh, I okay you, I thought you were going to say a woman that's a crossover i i thought you were gonna say uh, a woman with purple hair and a red dress and that happens to be laura dern who is in fact admiral holdo who tells true. her this is how you do this with the star Fox. admiral holdo holdo who would not be alive at this point i hate to like tear down your uh transition but can i ask you about what the game mechanics would be first though uh, this is why you didn't have me on the video okay, game. Okay, you didn't have uh, game mechanics. It would be the Shantae mechanics. I didn't get to my game mechanics. <laughs> you but... would you would hit to the side move and then hit up to jump and then no, I... so left. Well, no, I left. meant like the way with like hands or a power or something. I didn't know if like she learned stuff along the way. But... Yeah, no, I figure probably since she's a knight, she can enhance her power in like you know the kyber crystals. If she found real ones or even artificial ones, could give her blade different. You know, yeah, well, that almost yeah. plays into like a Mega Man type thing where it's like if you had like different crystals that gave your blade different powers and like if you were able to use different force abilities like that. Yeah, yeah. But yes, everyone, since we are crossing back over all three of us in the same room again, despite how much these two didn't want me to be a part of their boys night, we are crossing back over and it is going to be chaotic. Hey, so what's that got- noise? Oh, sorry. Upstairs neighbors just moved in. Why is he shout? It sounds like he's shouting through the vent at us. Listen, I made the mistake of telling him about the podcast. Oh. He thought he could audition by making TIE fighter noises. Oh. (laughs) He didn't know about my baggage. they're talking about Star Wars. If I can do the Howie scream minimum, they'll consider me. (laughs) Sorry. we will. Steven, continue. (laughs) But... So we have our mystical, magical wheel of magicalness here with different franchises and different things that we can cross over Star Wars with, which we will improv on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. But before then, as always, we're going to go ahead and open up the floor to any pitches for crossovers that we all have. Caleb, you look particularly unhinged right now. So uh, is there anything you'd like to get off your chest that you'd like to cross over with Star Wars? No, all my unhinged things went into the wheel. I'm sacrificing all to the wheel. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So how do we decide? who goes first boys i i mean you have the wheel why don't i you have go? the wheel you yeah. do have the wheel i have the wheel it's and my i feel phone. like i feel like i have to make something up to you now i sounded like nardwar now <laughs> i said <laughs> I, have, I have the wheel all right everyone time to spin the wheel give me a second give me a second all right oh the first choice is the one i'm very glad we landed on ladies and gentlemen star wars crossing over with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. This was inspired because I was listening to our A New Hope commentary, and then we started talking about, like, I think I mentioned it. It was, like, one of the guys in the in the control room looks like one of the parents from Willy Wonka and then I was like oh my god I just pictured like Dexter Jetster in the cro- in the chocolate river and it just instantly hit me that I was like I love this okay so how do we set this up how do we set this up 
Mike TV has to be our catalyst. <laughs> okay. Wait, okay. what? Mike TV. <laughs> so for what? those of you... I love how instantly you're like, I know what the conflict is. <laughs> so Mike TV has a very particular circumstance that he finds himself in. He is, as you can assume from his name, a fan of television. And he, at one point, gets sucked into a television. And so I feel like there is a a whole story here about how when he gets sucked into the television, he gets sucked into Star Wars and he becomes obsessed with the 15 minutes or so that he spends in Star Wars before Willy Wonka can get him out of the TV. So what it's like DMT where like, you know, you're in there for 15 minutes, but in reality, you know, you think you've been in there for 15 years and you're just like, oh, dude, I can tell you everything about my life in that TV. <laughs> he grows up unfulfilled because he can never <laughs> catch the high again. Hold Much on, like after hold your on, first trip. <laughs> I just need to describe something real quick because I had I had the lucky position of watching <laughs> both of you during that. I could see just all logic and reasoning just fade away out of Caleb's <laughs> eyes as Stephen was making that statement, not knowing a single thing of what the hell he's. I know what about. DMT is. I've hung out with Stephen. <laughs> no, in I know enough. you know what DMT is. That doesn't mean what he said made sense. <laughs> no, he made the exact same comparison after watching Gay Paris with us. <laughs> yeah, because it felt like that. <laughs> no, so he grows up living unfulfilled. I like to think that some of the other children ended up good. Like Augustus okay. Gloop, I like to think he ended up fine. And he probably even went to work with Charlie uh, after Wonka died because Wonka was not going to let that happen. Mm. But some held vendettas, Mike TV being one of them. Oh, So he went... <laughs> To Veruca Mike Salt. TV on a war path. <laughs> he went to Veruca Salt, who, of course, is uh, the uh, CEO of her father's company now and a very Wait wealthy a woman. Okay, so now they're all adults. So now yes. it's like an It Chapter 2 situation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Veruca Salt wants revenge on Charlie. So she finances him to create a revenge plot. And of course, he's pretty intelligent. He's a strategic thinking guy, but he also has this obsession with Star Wars. So his revenge plot totally focuses around creating a whole trap for Charlie and Augustus and the Oompa Loompas based around Star Wars. Based around the trash compactor that is entirely filled with chocolate for some he reason. He sends them it's just in. Two massive chocolate yeah, bars. Yeah, it's just, just two massive closing. chocolate bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're so hard, but all of like the garbage water is just a little bit of melted chocolate and there's like caramels and stuff. And there's like, this would be magical if it wasn't about to kill us. Like, no, better yet, it doesn't kill you and it actually closes on them and the chocolate just breaks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I just like the idea of him now creating like a uh, a man with a golden gun t style like trap room that's all Star Wars stuff. And Charlie's like, first off, why are you still mad about this? Second off, why am I dressed as Han Solo? And just <laughs> behind the scenes, Mike TV is like, you will play out my Star Wars revenge plot. <laughs> It's like Saw, except so much weirder. What? How does he make him change clothes? Oh, he like, he'll like gas him and Augustus at the beginning. Oh, I like how okay. I've just tagged Augustus along with them. <laughs> it's a squid game situation where they just wake idea. up in it. He hijacks the great glass elevator and he crash lands and gasses them. And they wake up and Augustus is in a fur suit and can't get out. He's like, <laughs> One of the Oompa Loompas is trapped inside of a trash can. <laughs> Thing I ever do!
Anyway, that's a terrible idea. Do you I guys have better ones? I have, a, I have one that I was thinking, okay, so is it the characters from Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate... Whatever the, you call the, the, the freaking movie or book or whatever. Do we have those characters in the Star Wars universe or do we have the Star Wars universe in the Willy Wonka universe? Like, which which should we Just go with? Just either. What are you... What are you... <laughs> well, are you trying to say who is the Charlie equivalent in Star Wars? Who would get the golden ticket? Is that what you're trying to get okay, at? Okay, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. So uh, we have these these four children. They're all the, the same characters from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So we got Augustus, we got Mike TV, we got Charlie. But they're all non-Force sensitive children who then are being told by this Jedi named Willy, who for some reason is named Jedi, like Master <laughs> Jedi. Wonka. Jedi he, Willy Wonka. Yeah, Jedi, Jedi Willy Master Wonka. Willy Wonka. Uh, yeah. No, guys, you're, <laughs> missing, <laughs> you're missing something obvious here. Master Willy Wookie. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> he still has a top hat, but he's I, just a Wookie. He's just Chewbacca, but with the, the bow tie and the, the hat. I okay, like to so, imagine that like, for most of the prequels, whenever you see the council room, you mostly only see the right side, and it's because on the left side, they're just cutting off the fact that Willy Wonka's there with a the lightsaber. <laughs> they pan over, and it just goes... <laughs> and Gene Wilder's right there. It's so Gene the Wilder like, oh, and Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's, they, they've deep faked it to where their faces are just like kind of one. <laughs> the, three, the, three, the trinity of Jedi Masters we will never speak of. Gene Wilder, Johnny Depp, and Til Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> That's the other thing. He's just in the corner like smoking or something. He's Okay, so the point is there are these non-force sensitive children who are always like, I won't be a Jedi. Why can't I be a Jedi? Hmm. You know, Charlie's talking to his grandpa and his grandpa's like, not all of us can be Jedi, you stupid idiot. And then he's like, that's really harsh, grandpa. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just, Charlie, you're never going to be a Jedi. You're just a normal kid. You can't do it. And Cheer get, up, Charlie. Yeah. You're normal. You're <laughs> average. And then they go to the kyber crystal shop, which just has these little tiny things that are just kyber crystals, but they're the shaped kyber like rock man candy. Because yeah. yeah, he mixes it can. with there force and makes the galaxy yeah, taste good. <laughs> Can so they have get all these... the golden kyber crystal and have a gold lightsaber? Yeah, no, no, no. They're they're packaged, and he keeps saying you can't eat them, but they all eat them. Um, so it's like rock candy. So they just always chew on the kyber crystals, and their teeth are all broken. Logworth and awful. is a Sith. Yes. He's trying to get the kids to do the kyber crystal challenge. Yeah, exactly. So what happens is he gets the legendary golden kyber crystal when he bites into one, and his tooth breaks, and he goes, like, "Oh man, this usually doesn't happen." And he sees the golden kyber crystal, and then Willy Wonka Wookie is right there. And he, you know, they're at the gates and everything, and he rolls over and does his thing, but he actually breaks his leg and cries out in pain and starts going. Hur, and turns out the competition is to have a lightsaber. You will get one whole actual lightsaber, and you will be considered a Jedi, even though you're not force sensitive. All the of Jedi the religion loves this, by the way. They wouldn't have <laughs> yeah, any totally problem okay with, with it. it whatsoever. And, all the and then immediately are after Charlie wins, and it's really heartwarming and wonderful, uh, he dies in his first mission. I mean, yeah, he would. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I'm not sure which of us had the worst pitch there, but I want our viewers to let us know. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I have a third. Yeah. And oh I <laughs> Why do we even have other options? This could be our whole episode. I thought we were just going around. <laughs> Let's do I was, it. My, no, mine's going to take like two seconds because it's extremely simple, but I love it. It's just Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but all the kids are killed by tiny little Death Stars. <laughs> <laughs> They're just planted on the walls. kid disappoints him. He's like, oh, looky there. And it just like comes up and it's like, no, no. He just like the strawberries taste like strawberries. The planet killer tastes like.
<laughs> you may fire when ready. You may fire when ready. <laughs> All right, everyone. We have milked the hell out of this one. Oh, my God. That went in much weirder directions than I thought we would ever go. My dear friend Alex. Yes, pass that on The floor is over. yours. Press the spin button. All right. All right. What we what we doing? What we doing? <gasps> Dang it. Oh, Did it almost land one? on Halo? Oh, is Halo on there? Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, no. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> no, it almost landed on Doctor Who, but uh. it landed on Godzilla. And the thing is, I like Doctor Who. I don't really like Godzilla. Let's talk about <laughs> Doctor Who. Do you want to trade? So whatever I spin, you'd prompt, and then we can do Godzilla? Sure. Yeah, that works. Okay. Do you have something for Godzilla? I don't care. I'm not, I'm not sticking I just put a on name this. on there. Man, I really wish that your bandmate and our friend Elijah was here because he's a pretty big Godzilla fan, and I feel like even though he won't listen to this we're letting him down by not having a godzilla thing yeah but i feel like if you put in kaiju into the star wars universe like it kind of spoils something no oh uh, i'm gonna go ahead and say no so we're on coruscant and here's what happens i swear to god if you just described the zillow beast arc <laughs> oh my god you're right never <laughs> that's mind that's just godzilla <laughs> you know that's what? the thing it's been done no, I, didn't we have even to make think about that. I think we have to make a prompt for this Okay, got Where you. Where are you going with it? All Go right. for it. So we're on Coruscant, which is the most metropolitan planet, apparently. I've never seen a part of that planet that isn't covered in cities. Yeah, it's, it's all it's city. literally, yeah, it's, it's just all, all a city. Yeah. All right, cool. It's a city and a core, I think. I think canon, the different layers are built on the natural planet, That's so it's much larger. Right, yeah, that makes sense. If I remember correctly. Okay, so we've got the planet of Coruscant. We're all hanging out, and like Obi-Wan's just looking out the window, and he's like, do 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 I'm Obi-Wan, yes, that's me. <laughs> and then Anakin's like, mm -hmm, you're Obi-Wan and I'm upset about that. And he says, Anakin, why are you upset about that? And he says, well, just, <gasps> what's that? And then all of a sudden, we hear the stomping. Everything's shaking. Palpatine is shaking in his chair. like. And then all of a sudden, Matthew Broderick is there for some reason. And then, Oh, why are we doing it this Godzilla? <laughs> why is it Gino? <laughs> you thought I was going with the good one, huh? And Brian Cranston dies within the first 20 minutes. <laughs> we were so excited to have him in the Star Wars universe, only for him to be violently murdered by Godzilla once again. There is actually a plot that I do think you could take in from one of the Godzilla movies and <laughs> slide it pretty seamlessly into Star Wars. Caleb, I love you. You're trying so hard. I know. <laughs> no, in Mothra versus Godzilla, there's an egg on the beach. I'm just gonna keep going. It's a Mothra egg. It's like for it's for like baby Mothra. Stop laughing. And it becomes laugh. the entire plot of this movie. A capitalist stands around oh, he's back the egg. Of the capitalist. So no, no, like it's it's kind of an interesting thing where it's like instead of being about monsters fighting each other, it's just about this one guy who's building like an observatory around the egg and selling tickets to it. And like I feel like you could probably do that in Star Wars. Just like a bad thing happens with some kaiju and then there's like a trade federation guy who's like oh money <laughs> you got wait isn't that what they the do with King Kong in? in Kong versus Godzilla yep. isn't he in an entrapment <laughs> well but they're like scientifically researching him in that this one this is, is just, just a dude egg. being like hey you guys want to pay some money to see if this egg with a giant monster pops out <laughs> behold Mothra versus Godzilla I know people love Mothra it's not one of the better Godzilla no, movies no it's not uh, look it, Mothra is the best part of the whole movie oh yeah Mothra's cool but once again it's mainly focused on the egg <laughs> <laughs> once again just Mothra's egg. not the point. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're man. done with that one. All right, anyway. cool. Caleb, do you want to choose my topic now? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, let's see. Let's go. Let's go. I'm hoping <laughs> it's for mine. Something I know even less I'm about. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I just no. You know about this one. Oh, okay. yeah. what is it? High School Musical. Oh, right. dude, where do I start? Well, let me just say that this could be the start of, of something, something new. new. <laughs> A new Star Wars movie so coming this December, new. actually. Listen up, Kathleen. <laughs> We've got a pitch for you. I'm trying to think. My brain's been blasted. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Hey, Steven. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? Doing great. Good. Have you seen Nope yet? No. It's pretty good. I I've suggest heard. it. I've heard. I've seen the poster of... Uh, of Steven Yun and people were like, oh, there's a spoiler. And I'm like, I don't understand. He's a pretty good uh, part of the movie. I love Steven Yun. Oh, I will say there's a part with uh, sunglasses at night. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, that's it awesome. reminded me of uh, the part in, did you see us? Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of the part of us where they play NWA. I'm oh, like, yeah. Or when they play like I got five on it and stuff yeah, like that. He, yeah. He doesn't use music a lot in his movies, but he really like pop music, but yeah. he's very effective when he does. Yeah. Typically when he does it. You know, All right. Like, high school musical, but it's the clone Academy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all jumping around doing dance numbers. There's no women. <laughs> and they're all the same looking guy. They're all the same. <laughs> Is it the same music from High School Musical, but all sung by D. Bradley Baker? You know what? We can have I like. Love, I love the idea of two clones have a forbidden love with each other and they're looking at each other going, When I hear my favorite song. I know that we belong. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of High School Musical, but the cast of High School Musical now playing roles from Star Wars for some reason. No, they're all playing clones. <laughs> it's Vanessa Hudgens as a clone, but they still address it's her. It's never acknowledged. It's never. <laughs> they're, they're... I just picture. I don't know why, but they're I. It's the same. Clone well, they have to have. Now. They have to have a line. We're all just clones. fives. Fives echo <laughs> heavy. All of them. It's just. It's they're they're recast by the high school. Music. No, they have to have yeah. a line at the very beginning where, um, like Corbin Blue and Ashley Tisdale come out and they go, "Man." Isn't it crazy that we look exactly alike? And then they just stare at the camera for three minutes, and they go, One "Isn't bead that of right?" Sweat goes down Corbin Blue's head. Everyone in this movie looks exactly the same. His fro becomes ever so much damper. He still has the four watches on his arm from the first movie. See, I don't know why, but I just had the image in my head of Zac Efron uh, with Anakin's robes and like the robot hand and the scar on his face. Uh, what is the song he sings when he's on like top of the top of like the bed on it? Bed, bed on, on it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him singing bad on it. But as Anakin what is the line? It's like, everybody's always talking, talking to me. At yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. Can, wait, can it still be like Hayden Christensen's interpretation? Where it's just like, Everybody's everybody's talking always talking to me. Talking. Oh, no, actually, that's my. Oh man, do you know how much I would pay for a charity live stream of? It's like just a showcase of the songs, but it is the Star Wars actors coming back. <laughs> so you have you have Ray and Kylo. So you have Daisy Ridley and uh, Adam Driver. Ewan but, McGregor. Ewan McGregor doing uh, I don't dance. <laughs> Ewan McGregor know, and Hayden Christensen doing I don't dance would be amazing. <laughs> But no, but no, like <laughs> they're using lightsabers instead of you, you have Ray, you have Ray and Kylo singing. I gotta go my own way to each other. That would be amazing. <laughs> and then Kylo just vanishes into the forest after at the end of the. <laughs> And, and the minivan drives up to pick up, but there's no one in it because her parents are nobody. <laughs> Not to me. No, just, it's a third Palpatine in a van. <laughs> <laughs> it drives away and the license plate is just Palpatines. <laughs> and he's just quietly humming. We're all 
in this again. Mace Window and Kaya Newmundi do The Boys Are Back. The boy- <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea of it being Kaya Newmundi. I do. <laughs> I love it. Kaya Newmundi's such a jerk. <laughs> so is Mace Window. I know. <laughs> and honestly, so is the entire cast of High School Musical 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. You know who should do uh, I Don't Dance? Who? Who's the gayest couple in Star Wars? Chewie and Kid C-3PO. Christo. You're right. Oh, okay. They do it. I thought, <laughs> you, were gonna say, thought you were going to say Finn and Poe. <laughs> <laughs> no, just imagine I can't dance, but it's like, I don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> 3PO's just sitting there with his legs off. <laughs> I <It's> like, don't <laughs> dance. You seem to misunderstand me. <laughs> I feel I'm like feeling. this is even less structured than last time. <laughs> That's why we add the caveat. It's crossovers. But it's also chaos. Oh, this, this is extreme chaos. Oh, dude, I don't even care. I'm like, so sweaty right now. <laughs> Last crossover chaos, there was at least like we had ideas and the ideas have ordered. This is pure improv. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. I just missed you both. <laughs> this is so fun. I, <laughs> all right, everyone, we ready? Yes. All right. When I make these lists, I do say very specifically no Marvel, no DC, because it's too obvious. But last time we made an exception, and I will make the same exception here. Last time we did Blade, and it's perfect. It's just Blade with Star Wars. Yeah. It writes itself. Don't even need to do anything else. I have taken down everyone's favorite. Logan. Logan. <laughs> Which we kind of did. Lightsaber claws. In yes. <laughs> For the audio listeners, I threw my fist forward as if I was throwing out claws, but I made lightsaber noises while you heard those. We kind of did this to in the first that. episode of our podcast. Sorry, Alex. It's fine. It was, it was just We did the Coliseum bit, fight between all of the old man with younger like, yeah, yeah. child <laughs> people. Which, <laughs> what did I say? I said something like, oh, Logan wins because uh, Professor Xavier would just hold on to everyone going, you are new, yeah, yeah. Logan. <laughs> I think we decided it really came like, down. Get off me. <laughs> it really came down to X-23 getting in between the Beskar or his jetpack having enough fuel to outlast the cancer in Logan. <laughs> one of those two, I think. for months. <laughs> All right, I would like to implant uh, the story of Logan, but I would want to do it in the Star Wars universe. So Mm -hmm. we put it on Tatooine because that's the desert and the movie. And the only planet. And the only (laughs) planet. Instead of the bones inside of him, like killing him with the adamantium, we do it to where um, he just can't use his hands anymore because they implanted lightsabers, very tiny lightsabers into his hands that keep burning his fists every single time he makes claws. He's just walking around with nubs at this point and he's just like, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so he doesn't have the yeah. he doesn't have the regeneration. <laughs> He can't regenerate his fingers? Yeah, no. Okay. No, no, he's done it so much that now his hands are just so burnt and crispy that he's just like, it's just not healing right anymore. And then you have, uh, okay, should we... (laughs) It's Patrick Stewart, but you just give him the Yoda ears. (laughs) Logan. (laughs) Logan. Don't. I couldn't debase him more than Picard, so why not? Do or do not, but uh, don't. All right, so we have him on Tatooine. Okay, how about this? Instead of uh, Patrick Stewart, it's Jabba, who's in a very comically sized, like very small wheelchair. No, it and can't he's trying be Jabba. To care of him. It has to be... Uh, what's the other? What's the purple one's name? The purple one? Oh, oh zero, zero the hut. It's zero. <laughs> it's zero the hut. Okay, and he's just like Logan. Logan. 
Got the new case looper from Jacko Bell Logan. I really uh, there is no God. <laughs> what I love about that is that he doesn't say no, that in doesn't. the movie. It's just I keep quoting it in his voice. <laughs> there is no, no God, God Logan. Logan. When we do our Logan commentary, we'll talk all about that scene. Logan <laughs> on the Star Wars Therapy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I just I kind of love the idea though. Okay, so he's just burning lightsabers in his hands. His hands are all crispy. It's Zero the Hut living over there. So who is the little girl? Is it like Ray, but it's just Daisy Ridley's face put on like the body of a younger girl? Wow, that's such a frightening image. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Daisy Ridley's head, but it's it's deep faked onto like Laura's body. <laughs> and she too has little lightsabers coming out of her hands and feet. No, you know who it should be? It should be the uh the broom kid from last year. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Master Logan. There's oh. too many of them. What are we going to do? I have too many lightsabers <laughs> coming out of my hands. <laughs> you just see a fist come into frame with the camera and three little lightsabers come out of three it. Three little brooms. <laughs> I, I love the idea, too, of like it being Boba Fett who plays the, uh, I always call him like, redneck draco malfoy oh the reaver yeah yeah the reaver um, guy uh but the point being i want him to be like boba fett and when he sees the kid with like lightsabers sticking out of their hands he's just like no 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 don't don't do that don't stop it hey, hey. like he's just getting really scared uh who would play caliban's role hmm. uh who's caliban uh he's steven merchant he's the guy who they're living with who can hunt down the other mutants he he's the one who's the like you gotta take the sun seeker but you can't take me what am i gonna do logan i'm steven merchant it's so weird i don't remember him Oh my god! I mean, it's been. Kai, a I long vote one of the bankers from the banking it. planet. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm a banker. Why Those not guys. just the? Uh, why not just the prime inquisitor or whatever? Grand oh, the grand inquisitor. inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He, they both have foppy British accents. Yeah, so. there you go. Hello there. <laughs> you think I will make you spotted dick? Don't <laughs> don't worry, Logan. The Sunseeker will get itself. The, the Sunseeker <laughs> will buy itself. I just love the general idea of it's just Logan with Star Wars characters. Oh man, this is this is golden stuff right here. I, I really don't know how we aren't prime Hollywood writers. You know, I really wonder why my parents doubted me when I said <laughs> I want to be an English major. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering where that came from now. All right, now that I'm all sweaty, uh, go ahead, Ooh, buddy. sweaty phone, let's go. Let's spin the wheel phone. on the sweaty phone. The A-team. Dun, 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 dun. I put this on for you, buddy. <laughs> All bum, right, bum. so we have the theme song. I'm picturing the theme song, but with Star Wars credits. No. Like Star well, Wars characters. Hey, yeah, but quick, full real on. Real quick, when did, just give me a date that fits into the uh, into the Clone Wars. When did like the bottle, battle over Coruscant happen? On Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like 19 BBY. Yeah. In 19 BBY, a crack commando <laughs> unit of clones <laughs> were tried for a crime they did not commit. <laughs> this could be the intro to Imperial Commando. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Delta <crack>. Squad, Scorch. <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know, because I assume our audience skews to our age, and people our age really shouldn't know about the eighteen. The eighteen <laughs> was really we, we are a pair of exceptionally <laughs> weird <laughs> young through, adults who went through an eighteen phase at the same time, unprompted from each other. Oh, wait, wait was it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought really? one of us introduced it. To no, the I other. think we just both got into 
good at this. That's I bet so it's when funny. the movie I'm was I'm sorry. I legitimately can't picture either one of you watching an episode of the A-Team. I have two seasons that, of the no, no, A-Team. No, 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 I've no, seen no, the whole thing. No, no, I'm not saying watching an episode of the A-Team. I'm saying watching an episode of the A-Team and then like calling the other one and being like, dude, you've got to check this out. It's a show. Like, I don't... <laughs> Dude, let me tell you Dude, about you've this. you've got to binge this, please. <laughs> it's, a, it's an 80s show, and it's about this Vietnam unit who they were tried for a crime they didn't commit. And so now they're fugitives, but people can hire them to like help them out with various problems. However, because it was a network TV show, they couldn't kill people. So they it, like the constant thing was like they were they were wearing disguises and building traps and like chasing people out. They would use explosives, but only as like a way of like running cars off of cliffs. And then it falls to the ground and you see a fire explosion. Then you see two guys go. I was like, you okay, Jimmy? It's like, yeah, I'm good, Dave. We better get out of here. <laughs> we might go to jail. That's every episode of the A-Team. Yeah, they could never kill people. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I just know Mr. T. Anyway. Yeah, Mr. T's in it. B.A. Barack. There's so much possibility here that I'm trying to I'm having a hard time coming up with like an answer that's either really compelling or really funny. Steven, because like this era. this could legitimately just be like anything. Because yeah. like all of Star Wars is built around like some high government uh like oppressing something basically what, what were you saying to me give me an era we'll we'll help see alex narrow it down okay got you let's uh let's do an era let's do let's do the prequels okay prequels okay easy. all right it's always steven's go-to i shouldn't have asked him <laughs> all right, fine. i was gonna say i knew exactly what he was gonna pick <laughs> all right as soon it's as the original trilogy no happy? it's the prequels <laughs> it's the prequels because i think that kind of makes it more interesting because like you know the empire is bad but the republic is like supposed to be good and that's kind of the thing about the A-team. Yeah, it's like a thing where it's like they aren't anti-military. They just happen to be like unable to be honest with the military. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why. Well, I they just, were framed and they were on the run. So. Yeah. I just kind of pictured a bunch of Jedi in the theme song, though, and the fact that uh, Liam Neeson is both in the A-team movie and oh, Qui-Gon Jinn you is know, kind of cool. <laughs> that is know. true. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this. So there had to have been some kind of standing army before the clones that got phased out. Mm-hmm. What oh, ab- that's true. What about that? Like, it's four people from that army. And from, like, like, the Jedi army or whatever it was supposed yeah, to be Yeah, or, like, him. anything. It could be the Jedi leader and then, like, three just other people. Soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that way, it could be different, like, alien races and it And it could stuff. still be Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. It could still be quite <laughs> He has to work his way back into the Order <laughs> and get Obi-Wan as a Padawan. have special team of people. <laughs> I don't know why. I just pictured Dexter Jetster with a cigar in his mouth and his little mustache going, I love it when a plan comes together. Oh. I don't know why They that- got framed for bombing Dexter's first diner. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And then Dexter's a part of the team because they thought he was doing it for insurance fraud. Yeah, he could he's be, the he guy could, in the chair. Yeah, he's the oh. guy in the chair. Is he the guy in the chair or is he the BA because he's the big guy? Oh, he could be the yeah, BA. Yeah, yeah, he's the BA. I like yeah. that. I like that too. Could a droid be uh, Hallie Mad Murdoch? Sure. He's the pilot who. I, uh, yeah, I knew that. And then mm-hmm. who should be face? Who's a handsome man we should have? C3PO, face? but with saxophone always playing behind him. And he's still wearing the suit. <laughs> a really sexy protocol droid. Okay. <laughs> how, about, how about it's C3PO, like a protocol droid, but he's Ooh. got like the blue and gray suit, but he also has the hair. Yes. For some reason. He's like, this disguise will help me. Guys. I just and it had, does. And it does. I just had such a fun mental image, and that's just a C3PO-esque protocol droid, but uh, his face is rearranged to look like handsome Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
no, to no, where no. it's all like tight and muscular oh and God. he has no body. Fat. It's a protocol <laughs> droid, but he has different faces and he takes them off. So he's literally yeah, a face true. man. Dude, like that, that. okay, that is something that's, that's always like weirded me out about 3PO, how he just has that weird divide that goes yeah, yeah. across his head. He so, could totally take off his face. It, it is actually It's kind not of a helmet. Face it's a face off. plate. I always <laughs> pictured oh. that. Oh man, we should. Oh, that should be on, on three. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be on three. I'll be next year. Um, no, uh, okay. So weirdly enough, I, I, we talked about this character a little bit, but there is a droid that does that in Star Wars called Proxy. And oh, yeah, what Proxy does—that's too uh, technological, though. No, I, I want understand. him to. Take I just the wanted face to off. mention Proxy. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm I know sorry, about Proxy. Yeah, Proxy's cool just because, like, I love it too. In the game, uh, like he pops up as Obi Wan and like tries to hurt Vader, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then all of a sudden, it just like comes back well, to him. Well, but I like the idea of being circular, metal faces. But yeah, yeah. And because yeah, this yeah. is taking place before, uh, before Force Awakens, would it could be like a prototype Proxy. Oh yeah, so it's oh, not sure. it's not that advanced yet. Yeah, like his face glitches every once in a while. At one point, he tries to turn into Grand Moff Tarkin, and it's the uncanny valley face. But you kind of understand why that's the case now. So our team, <laughs> and then he turns into uh, Jocasta New, and everyone's <laughs> really confused as to why she's in the programming. <laughs> so our team is Qui Gon Jinn as yes. Hannibal, <laughs> da, 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 da. Da, 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 Dexter, a Dexter as B. A. Baracus. Handsome hey. Squidward protocol droid. Yeah, face. protocol face. proxy. As I really do love the face. idea of it being metal faces that he just comes on and off and people are like, oh, yes, of course, Admiral, whatever. And it's just like a metal version of that guy's face. <laughs> and I did say I wanted a droid to play uh, Murdoch, but that is just the droid from Rebels yeah. um, because that droid is... A devil trapped inside oh, a tin can. Oh, Chopper? Yeah, Chopper. Oh. Chopper's insane. I love him. Yeah, I've but, heard he's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, but so, do we have another idea for? Uh, I've got it. Babu yeah. Frick. Someone, someone who looks like Babu Frick, but he's yeah. still got the hat and he's still got like like the mullet and everything. But he's just like. We can call him and Dexter just hates Howlin' Mad Babu Frick. Who's the Who's the regular civilian who teams up with them? Oh, um, Kyle. Okay, Kyle, <laughs> everyone's favorite Star Wars character. <laughs> Kyle ran. <laughs> Look, if so wasn't enough. What of an did example, you say? I can't exactly come Star up with Star Man! Wars names easily, even though uh, for the most part you just kind of have to do like flivvlebop bloop shap. Real quick, should I censor uh, when you just said the name? <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> yes, I think it'd be funny. <laughs> Is it your turn or do we got do we got more? Uh, yeah, Are you happy up, with it? Huh? Are you happy? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, okay. I don't have like a plot. Are the you plot satisfied? Every five minutes in that show. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> See, here's the thing. We've had a lot of goofs and gaffes, but this one I feel like could get a little serious. Okay. Halo. <gasps> You're welcome, my friend. All right. You see, I I mean, go ahead. Does Caleb have anything for this? One? I have played every Caleb's... Halo game except for Infinite. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I grew know. up best friends with Alex. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't know. Like, yeah. We played all the Halo games over the course of like a decade. <laughs> I have a top 10 games list and Halo Reach and Halo 2 are both on it. Interesting really? that I didn't know three. both of them were. Yeah. I think I knew Reach was, but see, three's always been my favorite. Um, Halo Two's really strong. Now. I, like, I do love Halo Two. Yeah. Sorry for cutting you off about that. Go ahead. I, I just really like the beginning of Halo Two. I think it's like it just ups like the emotions and like the scale of the story from Halo oh, One, yeah. and then you can dual wheel <laughs> oh, needlers. Dual <laughs> <laughs> needlers. And there's also a reason it was only in that game and yes. not in any. Yeah, because after, after they said <laughs> we can't let this power be be privy to everyone, and then like fifty percent of Reach 
is the actual game and the other 50% is what me and Alex did with the sandbox mode growing up. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, we probably can't mention it. <laughs> oh dude, we need It just to... makes me too sad that we can't go back there. <laughs> Wait, can we cut it out so that we can tell Steven? Oh, you could say it on the you could say it on the podcast. Okay, I, I didn't know if you wanted the word or not. Oh no, that's the... fine. Okay. We created a forge map called Suicide Isles where <laughs> like we the just suicide bluffs. <laughs> sure. But uh, <laughs> we just created all these scenarios around Forge World where the only way like off of any given platform or whatever it was, was to die. Yeah. I love that. So there, I remember we put like, we just flat out had one like on the island with no spawn points or anything to get off of it. We put like some random uh, blocks and a spawn point just over the water with nothing else. <laughs> And there then was like we a had of one kill balls you could drop in. I was about to say, yeah, we had one that like I think we had a spawn point in a kill ball so that it instantly oh, killed yeah. you. I, I, it was right above, so like you fell down. I, there, was, there one, was one where you went off the lift into a kill ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you could drive a warthog off. I think there was yeah. one where we had like a rocket launcher, but you were in a box, so you could only shoot at the wall <laughs> and blow yourself up. And the whole point of this was like we would set like a timer, and then whoever had the most deaths at the end won. <laughs> I love so that. we were like speed running it okay it was this was so if you're only... at like negative 27 like yeah you win. this was only one night but do you remember when i was like obnoxiously excited about my nuke the whole map yes <laughs> so the, this was what? in forge on halo 3 this was this was right after the bp oil spill <laughs> oh my god and like what russia's plan was to like nuke okay. the oil hole we or had something? we had a sunday school teacher we were in seventh grade Half the stuff he said was just crazy conservative stuff. <laughs> and one of them was, you know how Russia handles their oil spills? They just <laughs> drop so nukes in the holes. We should do that in Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is a terrible idea. I'm so glad that you all laughed because coming from an outsider perspective, I'm like, that is horrifying. Yes, Every time we saw a BP, we just went nuke the nuke hole. The hole. Nuke the hole. He comes over one night. I think I already had him. Your made. Sunday school yeah, teacher comes like, over one no, night? No, Caleb. Oh, got you. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Caleb, I just made a nuke the whole map. And it's literally just, it was on, uh, what's the one with the turbine? Oh, I forget oh, what it's called because the last resort. Last resort, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just put like a bunch of fusion coils in the water, and your only weapon was a sniper rifle, <laughs> and you just shot it, and it just went boom. I like <laughs> it was called nuke the hole. I that's what you did. You I love that. I love that. We need to have a Halo night, please. I okay. I just have to say, I have so many great memories of us up in your bonus room playing Halo, a little bit mm -hmm. of Lego Star Wars, yeah, and then a ton of Guitar Hero World toys. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> like, that was like what we did automatically. Like, we got to your house, mm -hmm. we maybe watched some YouTube, and then we went to work in Halo and Guitar Hero. That's Look, the thing. I'll be real. Julian were... Smith and Halo 2010 Prime setup. I was very say, true. <laughs> I, I feel like we all had a very similar time growing up because immediately you said Julian Smith and I got a flood of memories. <laughs> I can never say the word milk properly. Milk. Um, milk. Yeah, but the, the thing is, is that it being in 2010 and it being Guitar Hero World Tour, I, I feel like if you had friends and they didn't play Guitar Hero, they weren't your friends for very much longer after that. Like that was like for me that was like one of those things I'm like if you can't come over and jam with me I don't care and it didn't yeah. matter which guitar hero you had yeah no or like you could have Rock Band too but like as long as it was one of those rhythm games even if it was like Metallica which was n like say it 
It was bad. It was a bad oh, Guitar Hero game. Okay, you want to know a quick side tangent yes. about Guitar Hero Metallica? Yes. First off, Metallica was the first band I ever loved. Oh, I love them too. No, don't get no, me wrong. Stop it. You don't know. You don't know. They were my first concert. They were my first obsession. I can still name every single album and the year that it came out. I loved them. I did a project on them for school. And Guitar Hero Metallica was my absolute favorite game at the time. So much so that I brought it over to a friend's house. And then his dumb friend, who I didn't know, who I still don't like because he just turned out to be a jerk who did something mm. bad. He tripped over after acting like a complete jackass and was like, oh, and then hit the Xbox, and then my copy of Guitar Hero Metallica got broken, and I swear to you, I was 13, oh, and I cried. That Aww. sucks. Because this that was the suck. only thing that I had that was my friend yeah. and couldn't hurt me yeah. at the time. And so when you're like, it's a bad Guitar Hero game, I'm like, that game is my best friend. No, no, I, I, I totally get you. I just mean from the <laughs> fact that dead. like casually playing it, the songs are way too hard to like just casually play at first. Oh, see, but you weren't an angry little metalhead back yeah, in no, the day. No. <laughs> that was but, me. Like, it's the antithesis up... to Beatles rock band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like building up those memories and stuff, I totally get where you're coming from with that. And especially just like this idea of like no one is treating this thing as well as like you are. And then it's just like yeah. it's gone. And video games are expensive, so you yeah. can't like replace it. And he bought me a new copy because his mom made him. And I was like, good. Right good. on. Good. I'm so sorry. Sorry, that was a weird tangent. You anyway, said, so that's how I would put the Orbiter into Star Wars. <laughs> you still say the his Orbiter? name wrong. He has said his name wrong <laughs> ever since he learned of the character. Oh, I know it's what his name even... is. I'm just not going to say you it You know right. what the best part is? I, I, know you, I know you think he's referring to the Arbiter. He's not. Is he talking about 343 Guilty Yes, Spark? he is. Uh -huh. Because he's an orb? Unironically, too. Well, maybe ironically now, no, no. but at back first, then, yeah, at first definitely I just unironically yeah. called him the Orbiter because he looked like an orb. <laughs> because I played the Halo games and at Alex's house. His first words to you is, this is my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I only played That's them at... That's true. Yeah. I am 343 four, three Guilty, Guilty Spark. I'm 343 Yeah. Well, but I only played the games at Alex's house, and for the longest time, it was just like messing around on Reach, yeah. which <laughs> Guilty Spark is in there. Sorry. <clears throat> The orbiter, the orbiter is in there. <laughs> so like I just I legitimately just got two of the characters' names mixed up. And then it's like the Arbiter isn't right. Orbiter. <laughs> He's an orb. Uh, a quick side note, Sarah did a similar thing with Lord of the Rings unironically, un and I felt really bad because I got onto her about it, but it was we had been watching the three movies and she continually kept calling Aragorn Gondor. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that so much. She continually did it in the third one. She was like why do they keep saying they need to get to Gondor? Gondor's right there. And then I, I I, don't know why, but I kind of seriously snapped and I went, Gondor is a place, not a person. I, I totally. <laughs> she was just like, okay. And it was very quiet. For the I totally <laughs> sympathize with Sarah there because there are way too many character names in Lord of the Rings. And like, I love Lord of the Rings to death. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things where I know all the characters' names because I've been watching the movie since I was a kid. But then when I started watching Game of Thrones, I was like, oh wait, this is what's like. I don't know anyone's name. His name is Littlefinger. I know that because that's not a real name. It's easy to remember. Right. <laughs> okay. That was a so, long tangent. I know. Sorry, Do Alex. we want to get into the pitch now? Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to just move on just to be like, that's our pitch. Anyway. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I get that. But also, I really want to yeah, hear what do your it. pitch yeah, I'm for interested. Halo Star Wars is. Oh, man. This is, this is rough. What makes it difficult is if we take the logic of the universe. Halo is in the future of humanity. Mm -hmm. How far? In 500 years. 500 yeah. years. 2552. Star Wars is in the past. So I feel like it becomes a thing where how do you 
truly combine these two things. I think it has to be like you have a Halo game, but you set it in the ruins of Star Wars. And you, I think you just have to completely disconnect it from like the Covenant and whatever was going on in the four and five. What was his the name? The miscellaneous enemies of four and five that we Wait, shall Wait, what do you mention. mean? What was his name? What, the Didact. Oh, the Didact. The Didact. Yeah. Just completely remove it from that and just have like a group of Spartans. They land on a Star Wars planet. They land on Coruscant or whatever. And they're like, they have to excavate these ruins. And then there's a Sith. So the Spartans have to go after the Sith. I hope you know Sergeant oh, Johnson is part of this game. I mean, I love Sergeant Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I need him yelling at a clone. Sergeant Johnson I mean, and then Admiral happen. Keys yeah. are like my my people. Dude, I love the idea of those guys talking. Like of those guys talking to like Star Wars characters. <laughs> I don't know why. I just love the idea of Sergeant Johnson just like yelling at a Jedi like, wait a minute. You're telling me you guys can't have women? I do like this idea of it's these fully advanced cybernetic super soldiers yeah. going mm -hmm. up against this one Sith who has stayed alive since the world of Star Wars fell apart and he's just kept finding ways to keep himself alive with they a bunch of environmental Palpatine hazards and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine's for the next Halo game. Yeah. Somehow Palpatine, it's Master Chief says, somehow Palpatine is returned. Wait, do you mean I could just be taking these rings? I didn't have to build the Death Star again? And then the Death Star is just a gigantic 343 guilty spark you mean a gigantic <laughs> orbiter yes a gigantic yeah. orbiter. technically speaking he is orbiting but can alex you can, love halo can i wait just real quick yeah. for the promotional can i request a promotional image can, can you photoshop 343 Four three blowing up alderaan with the death star beam coming out of his i could probably do that yeah <laughs> it doesn't Better have yet. to be good it just has to be fun. what yeah but like what would your um your pitch be alex truthfully because i i've tried to come up with this multiple times i've yet to find a way for like me to make it work which kind of sucks to say I, well <laughs> but like because i've been thinking about this since before we did the last one because i originally wanted to pitch this game well i think it's like they're too close to each other in genre and stuff yeah but the, also like the worlds are just so like insanely different halo but is very then again star wars is not like willy wonka so. yeah no but it's like halo is True. so it's very earth-based even though you're not on earth for the majority of it like yeah. it feels like a true extension of earth star wars feels completely foreign to that yeah i have an idea yeah okay. so it's very specific to both star wars and halo but one thing that both of them have in common is video games that being said I want it to be red versus blue, but for some reason, Star Wars characters that we know are animated in the style of Battlefront One, and they're there as oh. well in Blood Gulch. And you uh. have like you have like Wrecker and the Bad Batch and those guys like <laughs> go up against like like Caboose and all those. Low Poly Dooku is standing in the background <laughs> waiting to attack. <laughs> I oh my god, dude! Lo also, Pally for Dooku. some reason, I thought you were about to say like Red versus Blue, the video game, and I was about to be like, "You That's mean Halo?" Halo? <laughs> no, I just kind of love the idea of like all of them trying to talk, and then Caboose having to go up against like Count Dooku or something in the very end. That's really funny to me. Or like uh, Sarge starts talking to like uh, any any of the clones. I think that would be fantastic with like small local scale, with like the exception of things like the the kind of zombies that you see on. Geonosis. Star Wars doesn't really have like a flood or a zombie kind of thing. Death Troopers. What? Have you never heard of Death Troopers? Well, like I mean, Death zombies. Troopers in yeah, modern there's... canon are. Oh, modern canon. Got one. you. 
or yeah. the Rogue One guys. But... Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I was thinking of the the plague that infected like that one ship that legitimately was of zombie clones. You never heard of this? That, no, I still don't stuff. think I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, no, but... that's a thing. Oh, I just meant like a full scale. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Full on like zombie <laughs> army, like the flood. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think much like kaiju, that's like its own genre thing. That if you implemented that into something like set aside like main movies, if you mm. put that into like a story arc in Rebels, that just changes things way too yeah, much. Yeah, you can't really yeah. focus yeah. like that. It has to be in some far off corner of the galaxy that has nothing to do with a main plot and is like super contained. Yeah, so like, when like when that. like the Seventh Empire <laughs> <laughs> is reigning like eight thousand years in the future or something, you could have some kind of like flood zombie monster army thing. I think that'd be interesting. Do you think yeah. Disney could get I don't know, away? I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, but... no, fine. <laughs> do you think Disney could just get away with playing Grunts in the next Star Wars movie? <laughs> like do you think they would have enough money to like outweather Bungie? Or Bungie doesn't uh, make it who owns it? Three for three, now? but Microsoft. Microsoft. Ooh, maybe Microsoft and Disney can tear each other apart. Hey, Kathleen, (laughs) buddy, uh, since you pay us to make the podcast, uh, which is something we established in the first episode. Yeah, right out the gate. We're chills. So are we we done, everyone? Yeah, I just want Disney and Microsoft to tear each other apart over grunts being in a Star Wars movie. Okay, better yet, you just take the That'd be amazing, honestly. (laughs) Could you imagine, like, that That lawsuit? That is the universe I want to live in. (laughs) See, better yet, I just think you should just get the porgs and just dress them up like grunts and then we're all happy. <laughs> Give them tiny little plasma tiny pistols. Little, <laughs> tiny little gas masks. <laughs> Let's turn on the porg skull. <laughs> you shoot a porg in the head and it... All the villains are just, just porgs. <laughs> There's just a big hunter, but it's a porg. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of it having the body of a of a hunter, but it's just the face of a porg. So whenever it like turns at you and is about to smash, it's like it's I just want giant La- porg, giant porg, <laughs> just with hunter armor on. It's the scene from Last Jedi where Chewie's eating the fried porg, and all the other ones are staring at him. But then you hear, a and he looks behind him, and it's just this big hunter porg. Yeah, they, <laughs> you just hear the classic hunter beam sound. The yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone, are we ready? I think so. So. One thing that Star Wars has never been, besides uh, the tale of Maestro Sifo-Dyas, is a mystery. You know who solves mysteries? Scooby-Doo in the oh, game. Oh, I was about to say, did you get Doctor Who? Dang it. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Where are you? All right, Scooby-Doo and Star Wars. Okay, I do want to put a preface down. I would like this to be in the Hanna-Barbera animation style. Yes. So I want it to look cheap. And I would like the character designs to change minimally. (laughs) Because part of the great thing about Scooby-Doo is they nailed it on the first shot. Yeah, they really did. Uh, Okay, so I do love the idea of obviously we have to unmask someone at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But okay, so typically with Scooby-Doo, there's like a monster that when you unmask them, they become something a little bit more human and a little bit more human. So our bad guy is Darth Maul. And they're like, oh my God, Darth Maul's doing things around this temple. We don't really know why. It is Shaggy, Velma, and all of those guys. It's all of them. Is it the (laughs) Shaggy from... Clone Wars? Yes. yes. Okay. He's Shaggy. Yeah, it's the Shaggy Jedi Knight Shaggy. Yeah, and Shaggy's the only actual Jedi on the whole team. The rest of them are just like people. They're just like, this guy has these weird beliefs and he hangs out with his little dog, who, by the way, Scooby-Doo is just a porg. I was kind of hoping it would be a tiny... I finally completed my trials. I was kind of hoping it would be a tiny, tiny Rancor. (laughs) (laughs) That's better. Yes. Tiny Rancor with the spots. Yeah. Can he still please just talk like Scooby-Doo, though? Yes. (laughs) 
I just saw about the Rancor trainer, but dressed as Velma. Yes! <laughs> he's still got the headdress, but he's got the glasses. Han Solo is Fred. Yeah. 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 Like a Han Solo outfit Ooh, on him. Is Han Solo, does Han Solo have too much personality to be Fred? Mm, you know, that's a good point. Who has less personality? Let's look to the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. 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 You're doing good. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Perfect connection here. Freddie Prince Jr. played Fred. Oh, oh. yeah. Canon, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he voiced Kanan. There you go, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so the Jedi point Knight being, Freddy. <laughs> so I like the idea of just like they're going around the temple and like something's happening. Uh, what's the crime? What's the crime? What is being committed by Darth Maul in the temple? Desecration. Desecration? Yeah, okay. you never get into specifics. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's desecration. And all, we never see him pop his lightsaber. He's just always like prancing around the temple like, I'm a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just throws like cardboard lightning bolts that like kids use in like <laughs> I thought theater he was just dropping holocrons everywhere. He just says, like, the information will infect Zap. them. Like, lightning bolts. Lightning bolts. Lightning bolts. Fireball. Fireball. Okay, so then they finally eventually find Darth Maul and they track him down and they're using like, for some reason, they still have rope around him and they're like, let's see who you really are. And then it's like really hard to remove the mask. And then they're like, what the? It's not. Is it? Oh my God. Is it? And then they pull off his head. I was about to say, like can it have a really violent for a ending? Second and it's really gory and it's like really <laughs> terrible. But then all of a sudden you see one face pop out of it and it's Palpatine. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna... <laughs> and they say, nice try, Dark Lord. Let's see who you really are. Pulls off mask. It's Snoke. And then Snoke's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. It was me. It... And then all of a sudden he's wearing a gold lame like outfit. And they're like, why? I don't understand. And then they pull off Snoke's Same head. And then like turns out layers of blood. <laughs> at this point mind you <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like in true alien fashion a little babu fr frick <laughs> sticks his head out of the neck hole <laughs> okay real quick if anyone wants to do me a solid because i am not good at editing if there is someone who is an editing guru who is listening to this if you can edit the scene of the alien popping out of the chest but it's in babu alien, frick, but it's babu frick and what would... what is he saying rise of sky is it like hey hey like, hey yeah yeah I'm like, <laughs> just have him say that as soon but as then he you edit in out. john hurt saying it from Spaceballs, going oh god not again <laughs> the average length of a scooby-doo where are you episode is 21 minutes i like to think 10 of these are just them removing masks yeah <laughs> and every time it's a new Ooh. star wars bad guy like you thought it was here and then like it it take off the mask it's count dooku take off the next mask and it's like a really obscure jedi it's like uh darth scion and everyone's like hey easter egg <laughs> like, <laughs> pulls off it's star killer wait i had a redemption arc pull it <laughs> off it's someone else <laughs> <laughs> all right scooby-doo is done <laughs> Let's speed run these next three and then wrap up. Yeah, I think. sounds good. <laughs> cool because I kind of don't even want to do this. One. What is it? Oh, yeah, I haven't spun it yet. I'm just tired. <laughs> okay, let's make this our last one then. We'll speed run whatever this is. It did it to me again. Oh, no. It almost landed on Doctor Who, but it went to Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try again. 
You We've sound only... so personally offended. Because I just really <laughs> don't like me. Godzilla. Oh my god, yes. Veggie Tales. <laughs> yes! I put this one on here for a reason! Uh, you wanna do, do you want to do it? Because I, I don't want to. Me and Caleb <laughs> going back and forth on this. Alex, chime in when you can. I'm okay with that because, I, yeah, I don't have mental capacity. Has Veggie Tales <laughs> really not done... I, they've done Star Trek. That was a very early episode. Did they never do a Star Wars one? It's kind of weird because all of them use some limited available force, like to just yeah, do they have, yeah, they don't yeah. have hands. Yeah, yeah they, they all they just use telekinesis. telekinesis. And there is uh, it's called God. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Though we can never say his name or mention the Savior. Oh wait, 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 wait. So there were rules when the Veggie Tales were being made that Phil Vischer's mom came up with. One was that you couldn't depict God. Now, I think that would be very easy to translate into this is that you can't depict like the force as a person. So you just can't do the the family, right? Okay. And then two, you can't have any of the VeggieTales gain salvation. So what is the Star Wars equivalent of that? <laughs> Becoming a force ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's you their see, version of salvation. Which most of them already don't do. I mean, yeah. like you, you think about it, there's like five people who did it. Yeah. So like it's a really small circle. Yeah, it's just like Christianity. You see, no, like that'd be interesting. Quinoa <laughs> Jin being like, I've trained for years to do this, and he just dies. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the X's over He's his like, eyes like the Lego game. He looks at, he looks at Obi Wan and he says, "Don't be afraid. What will happen is I will disappear in a moment, and I will become a Force ghost. Any minute now. Any minute." Oh God! It just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. And then he's like, "Master Qui-Gon, what are you talking?" And then he's just like, he just dies painfully. It's, the uh, first, <laughs> the first death to be in Veggie Tales. I am more interested in that though. The idea of like reconstructing the Star Wars universe based on those rules. Like, let let's take it like even outside of a movie or a video game or something like that. Like, what would the universe actually look like if they knew like a Force existed, but they couldn't like really like discern what it was <laughs> <laughs> and they're all vegetables well, and honestly... they're all vegetables no but like oh god i just pictured a darth maul bob the tomato and it, <laughs> no, but maybe that is such a cursed image <laughs> he has oh, like the black lines going down him i need it gone and never mind I... photoshop that instead <laughs> i pictured uh <laughs> Oh my god, I pictured uh, Larry the Cucumber, but as Coyote Moody, so he's got like a, a bigger cucumber lump on top of his head. Okay, let's just do that. Let's just make VeggieTale characters into Star Wars characters. So, Mr. Nezer is Jabba. We understand that. Actually, Hello there, Han Solo! Fun fact about that, uh, they don't use Mr. Nezer anymore because his voice uh, is based on a black person, and Phil Vischer decided that it's like i probably shouldn't be voicing a black person this was long before like that was in the discourse that's just something he decided oh i mean good for him Base yeah it, well now okay. i feel bad for doing the guy's voice um, no, that's fine it's no. like you would have never known if he hadn't said knew, something so here we are yeah. <laughs> grandpa grape is gonna be yoda yeah 100 percent. it's uh, yoda or, but just with a deep southern accent or uh who's the the lovely cheeseburger guy mr lunt yeah mr lunt yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's yoda I like that better. Speaking of other uh, characters who they maybe should retire. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's about like the first four sensitive users trying to discover like what it actually is going on with them and trying to figure out what's going on with the universe and trying to just explore new things and figuring and out vegetables. what they could do and their vegetables. It's the first thing in Star Wars canon. I love that. <laughs> Everything evolves it's Star from Wars veggies. episode zero. QWERTY is Veggie the first time. droid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Buzzsaw Louie is the first protocol <laughs> Oh no, we created him with too much power. He has arms. <laughs> okay, everybody who's got hands, start time. That's Beamy. We should watch that this this uh that's a Jensen Christmas family tradition. Time. Honestly, like maybe not the best VeggieTales episode, but I think it's the definitive one. Just if you want the like all the creativity that goes into VeggieTales, it is in the Toy Who Saved Christmas. I would say second is the Chocolate Bunny episode. Chocolate Bunny episode's Chocolate really Bunny episode's solid. fantastic. Um, Esther was my favorite growing up as a kid. I saw the premiere of that at Lifeway Christian Resources uh, when I was like eight. Uh, yeah, I just love the idea of it just being Star Wars, but VeggieTale does it. Yeah, I well, actually would enjoy watching that now. And I back when, would. well, not with current VeggieTales, but no. you know, like back in peak performance VeggieTales. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. Thinking, I'm yeah. thinking that. That'd be great. That'd be yeah. great. Well, this has been a very chaotic crossover chaos my two friends i'm glad that we all three of us are back in the same room Woo! do you guys think anything <laughs> we pitched today beats john Simu john williams simulator 3000 uh i'm biased but uh no yeah nothing yeah beats no that. i don't think anything i don't think anything beat that i don't think anything beat anything from the last uh, last time or anything and i doubt number three will beat anything from this <laughs> one, to the point where both like we're just a family guy thing and we're just so like remember these franchises we acknowledge that's getting worse but we just have so much fun doing it we could just have this conversation and not record it but we yes! are going to exactly exactly hey guys uh thank you for listening to star wars therapy if you have any ideas about things you'd like to see crossover or you have ideas for future episodes then you can reach out to us either at our personal platforms which we will reveal in a second or you can email us at starwarstherapy at gmail.com be sure to tell a friend rate and review us five stars so more people can join in on the chaotic fun i am caleb uh you can find me at caleb from the real world on instagram and youtube from there you can find my litany of other podcasts hot trash unlimited the snub club and all new 52 and you can find me hi everyone my name is steven and you can find me at steven weeben on instagram that is s-t-e-e-b-e-n-w-e-e-b-e-n -E 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 i also have a youtube channel called steven just like the one i just spelled uh not much on there but hopefully at some point in the future when i get motivation and time and money and security and mental health and insurance and debts paid off and, th and uh, many things you like don't that. have to give excuses you don't owe us content oh yeah, you can find me there if you want to. Um, and then, and then, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's about it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Alex Bryson, and you can go and find me and soon us at twitch.tv slash st3phe underscore uh where i know on uh monday i mean this will be like a month ago at this point by the time you're hearing this but on monday we're gonna have our first star wars therapy stream I, i'm pretty sure some of us if not all of us will post it on social medias and places and stuff like that also i just want to say thank you to the people who have enjoyed the past two episodes i like that we were able to kind of examine things that were a little bit more personal to each of us and I, I enjoyed having one-on-ones and i think it'll be fun to do in the future at some points as well so thank you for liking those two episodes appreciate it it's just really cool to be part of a show where like we all have an equal amount of passion so yeah. it doesn't matter which combination we do obviously our goal is always to get all three of us in here but like if something does go wrong just the the good thing that no matter who's behind the microphone we're gonna have a good show that's really fun Exactly. A show where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. life. See, I got it that time.